Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Lonely people looking for love are being exploited, believe it or not, by criminals on social media with an average amount lost by people fooled by so-called romance scams coming to 18,000 last year. The scam artists are also taking advantage of the isolation experienced by many people over the course of the multiple lockdowns in the last 12 months, as well as an increased reliance on technology for human interactions to target the most vulnerable people. In other words, those who are single, who are lonely, who are bored and looking for love. And Neve Davenport is Head of Digital and Fraud Prevention at the BPFI. Good afternoon to you, Neve. Good afternoon, how are you? Good, Neve. I mean, I suppose it's not new that people get scammed, but these particular individuals are, you know, looking for this isolated person on their own, looking for a little bit of romance, a little bit of company and a bit of love. That's it. It's not a new scam by any stretch of the imagination. It's, it's probably just increased because of COVID and the lockdowns, as we said. Um, you know, it's people looking for friendship as well as romance um, mm-hmm. because everyone is so isolated at the moment. And fraudsters, um, you know, as I always say, they're professionals. They know what they're doing and they use every opportunity possible uh, to do that. Um, and they're using lockdowns and COVID and people preying on people who are isolated or maybe feeling that bit lonely or looking for love at the moment. What, what's the MO or how do they go about doing this? Yes, it's a little bit different to normal scams. You know, we're always on the lookout for scams when it comes to shopping online or, you know, instant kind of where we're losing our money in that kind of that moment. This one's a little bit different. This can go on for months. They use dating websites, um, dating apps, even social media, just contacting people or connecting with people on social media. And they devote months to us. Um, You know, so you you do feel like you're in a relationship. So they're grooming you, essentially. Essentially, yes. Yeah, okay. It's, it's go, you know, you do feel that emotional connection with them. Um, you do. It is a. It is a relationship, of course. And you will definitely think that you're in a relationship. So you. It's very. It's very difficult when uh, when you do try to tell the victims that they have been a victim of a scam because they have that emotional connection. Okay, and what I mean, what do they say? I mean, will they will they set up a fake profile with a good looking guy or a good looking girl? Is by the way, is it guys or girls that are kind of hit hardest with this? I mean, Actually, generally speaking. Fifty-fifty, really. Okay. Um, yeah, we, we you would think it was kind of maybe one over the other, but it's not. We find in, um, in the kind of sh- short amount of results that we have on this that it is actually fifty-fifty. And the age group would it be? Are they targeting it, the older people? Maybe then. It used to be more so the older older generation, and um, however, given with COVID, it's actually affecting all age groups now. Okay, all right. Okay. Um, so they set up a profile with a good-looking guy or girl. Uh, you hook up, you know, and they'll ask you to be their friend. Then they start chats and chatting exactly. to you and they get to know you. All of a sudden, before you know it, you feel some sort of emotional connection with this so-called person who's a catfish, as they used to call them uh, exactly. years ago. Uh, and this is not really, you know, Mary from, you know, I don't know, from Florida or wherever she happens to be, or France or this wonderful girl you thought it was. In fact, it's some bloke in an internet cafe somewhere scamming you. Yes, exactly. So it is, it's, it, they build up this connection over months. Um, they... You know, you have that connection and you feel like you do know them. There's a few things that maybe are red flags that we kind of say that to look out for that might alert you to the fact that they're not who they say they are. And um, it could be that they're asking a lot of information about you and you're happy to, you know, to kind of, again, that's about building the connection with you, but it's also diverting the fact that they're not actually sharing any information about themselves. And mm-hmm. um, they, you know, you never really, they never want to kind of FaceTime or do face calls for, that have a reason for not wanting to do that. Okay. Um, they're very believable, and that, and that is the biggest, 
Well, they're the professionals. Part. They're doing it they constantly. Yeah, so they, they, yeah. they know all the, the answers to give to the tough questions you might ask them as to exactly. why they don't and want to do they're not just doing this one-on-one with you. They generally have, you know, a number of profiles going. Like, one of the things we do say is if you can get a, you know, a screenshot of the image or the profile picture that they're using to Google that, because you'll actually, a lot of the times you'll find that it's on multiple sites or it's not necessarily right. even on dating and, and a good site, just, on normal sites. Okay, just a little bit of advice. A good site to do that. There's a site called Tiny Eye, which is T-I-N-Y-I-Y-E dot com. If you go to tinyeye.com, download the image and put it into Tiny Eye. It'll tell you if that image is being used anywhere else. Exactly, uh, yeah. uh, Or you can use Google Reverse Image as well. Or right? Google Reverse Image as well, yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay, and, and I've, I've seen these kind of scams where, you know, you have this um, a corporal in the army and he's serving in mm-hmm. Afghanistan and he'll contact a woman, you know, and he'll build up a relationship and then all of a sudden, say two months into it, he'll turn around and he'll say something like, oh, my mother is very sick and I have to get home, but I don't have the money for the flies. Or that, is that generally how they get around to looking for money That's then? a lot of it. Um, so they never actually ask you for money. That's something to be aware of as well. You, because you're in a relationship with this person, you, you, actually, you end up offering the money yourself. Um, but like that, it's, it, you know, my mother needs the money for an operation or I've been injured. And um, we saw over the last number of years, a lot of the time they were in Afghanistan or in kind of military situations. Again, that gives a reason for them not to be able to maybe be freely available on the phone um, on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And then what we've seen, um, kind of a, a different one that we've seen over the last, since COVID actually started, um, is that they say they're going to move to Ireland to be with you. Um, they give you the flight details. Everything is all set up. They're on the flight. They, they text you from the airport. And when you're there, uh, so while they're on the flight, you get a call from customs to say that their stuff has arrived, but they need a payment to release their their luggage or their you know their mm-hmm. belongings. Yeah, this is the, the last ditch effort to get an extra few quid off you before they go. Yeah, exactly. So what? Of course, you think they're on their flight, but that's why they, they customs can't contact them directly. So you're willing to pay that over, and it could be a couple of thousand euro um, mm-hmm. that people we've seen people pay. There's also even smaller things along the way. You know, they say it's their birthday and they get iTunes vouchers or Amazon gift cards. So it's a build-up of all of these things to write. But as I said, it could be a number of months up to a year. And where, where are the origins? I don't know if you know, the investigation department, you know, in these different departments around the world, you know, have looked into the origins of all these scams and where they're all coming from. Because as I mentioned already, they're catfish. They're generally not the people that, that you know, the pictures, yeah. you know, because they normally put pictures of quite attractive ladies or quite attractive gentlemen uh, to try and get your attention. But where, where, what is the origins of all these? Are these just people who are professional scammers? Uh, and is there particular countries that are, these, these seem, seem to There's originate not from? Not necessarily particular countries. Um, you know, you won't even know the country. Like from a from a victim's point of view, you actually will think it's one country, but it's very much more than likely not that country. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's it's worldwide, unfortunately. Um, yeah, you know, we've seen people say that they're from England, and they could be somewhere, you know, completely other side of the world, um, yeah. or where they're doing. Like the one thing I would say is, if you are insisting on on transferring money, you should look at the IBAN account. You'll realise that it's not probably the country that is that the person is saying that they're in. That's also a red flag. Yeah. Hopefully you wouldn't get to that point of transferring money. But, but, people, but sadly do, people do. Yeah, um, unfortunately they do. And we've seen, as you said, there's 18,000 is the average of what people have been conned out of. But we have seen cases up to 50,000 euro as well. 50 grand. So, it's so, a lot of money. Yeah, well, I suppose if somebody feels they're in love with somebody, they'll do anything for them, you know. And, exactly. And these people are so professional at what they do, they will convince you that they're somebody oh, else. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're smooth talkers. They... 
they tap into what you like as a person. They, you feel like you've met somebody who is on the same wavelength as you. They have the same interests and they have the same, you know, everything will be, it will seem as it should. But unfortunately, it's not. Okay, so the advice for people is use reputable dating sites if you're going to use any at all. Yeah. Uh, and, use as mess- um, and use as messaging services. Do, uh, don't move to social media or texting too quickly. No. And I, and and I suppose insist on Facebook. I would always say to somebody if you're in that situation, insist on FaceTime to prove oh, because it's easy for somebody to have a stock of pictures. They could just rob it off somebody else's Facebook. So it's easy, you know, to have a stock of pictures of an individual, you know. Exactly. FaceTime is, it wouldn't be 100%, but it's a lot safer if you at least can see the person and say, okay, this person exists. They do match the profile pictures that they're saying. It gives you some comfort that they, you know, this person is who they say they are. And always still, you know, obviously be wary. You've never met this person in person. Um, And also to be really careful about what you share across all the different platforms that you're on. So even though you might be using a dating website, you might still be on social media in your own, you know, other free time. And um, be careful what you're posting. If it's a photograph of where, like, you know, the area of you live or if it's, um, you know, suddenly you're, your family you're or anything like that. Or yeah. Family, all yeah. that information. So really think about what you're posting across everything. Even if you think about what's on, you know, maybe you have LinkedIn, you have um, Instagram or Facebook, and then you will also have your online profile, your dating profile. If you were to put all of that information together, it gives a very good picture of who you are and where you're from and, you know, what your background is. So just be really mindful of it. And that's for all situations. Okay, well, listen, it's good advice for people, particularly this weekend, because I know a lot of people who might be a little bit lonely this weekend or maybe on their own. Not be thinking about Valentine's Day, but please be careful. (laughs) I know, absolutely. Listen, thank you very much indeed. Neve Davenport, Head of Digital Fraud and Prevention at the BPFI. Just be careful out there, folks, if you're feeling a bit lonely. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.